Welcome to the Skinny Bell Podcast. My name's Robin, and this is the podcast for the girl who wants to do things her way. There's no rule book here, and no subject is off limits. Let's do this thing. What's up, everyone? You are listening to Skinny Bell, the podcast. And in case you didn't already get it from my intro bit, my name is Robin. Today is the story of a lad and a lass who were stupid slash crazy slash criminally insane enough to move in together after only knowing each other for five months. I would be the lass and my boyfriend, sure, he would be the lad in case you (laughs) didn't get that part. Um, But today I just really want to tell the story about how we ended up moving in together so fast and what it's been like for the first few months. And I have a few little tippity tips at the end um, for those of you who are thinking about moving in with your your significant other as well. Excuse me, having problems talking today apparently. So I've wanted to do this episode for a while now and I really was like holding off on it because I was like, oh, is this too personal, too far? Does anyone care? is it like TMI? But then I remembered who I am, what this podcast is all about, and nothing is TMI on this podcast, folks. So I really want to dive into things and sort of get down and dirty for what it's like to move in with your boyfriend after you've really only known each other for a few months. Pretty crazy. So Before I get into things, let me start and give you like a little bit of background knowledge on Troy and I's like timeline of our relationship. So we had our first date in LA in April 2017. It was a super cute little three-day date and I was like head over heels for him. And we did long distance from Vancouver to LA for five months. Um, That was a ton of flying a ton of FaceTiming, a ton of phone calls. And you guys, I just hate FaceTime. Like, there's no cute angle for your face on FaceTime. That is just a fact. Like, unless you're like Giselle or some shit, or maybe I'm just like not that cute. I don't know. But whenever I'm on FaceTime, I'm looking at myself like, wait, shit, is that really what I look like? Anyways, I digress. Just not a fan of FaceTime. Um, So, like, the long distance, it was working fine, but, like, I just got so sick of being on the phone all the time. Like, and for anyone who's ever done any sort of long distance, like, you know that feeling of, like, wishing you were with someone or somewhere else, but you're not. It can get really tiring, even if you're only doing it for a couple months. Like, it's just exhausting. So, after about five months, we decided we'd try living together. And... I really, like, when we first started talking about this, I really didn't want to, like, make it seem, like, too serious. Like, oh, we're moving in together. So I was like, yeah, like, we'll just um, stay with each other for longer periods of time. Like, I'll come down to California and we'll just, like, test it out. And Troy's like, yeah, like, that's perfect. And I was like, great. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. I'll leave. It's like it never happened. That's what we were saying, but it was a pretty big risk on my part. Like, I quit my corporate job. 
I sold most of the stuff I own, aka like all my furniture, everything in my apartment. I got rid of my apartment. I packed up my car and just drove down to California from Canada. Like, boom, girl straight up YOLO'd it. And even like me saying this back right now, just like it sounds so crazy. Like, who does that? So if you think I'm nuts, like I would 100% agree with you. That is pretty crazy because I did have like a really sick setup in Vancouver. So I don't know. I love the guy. What can I say? Anyways, I had about like 30 mental breakdowns before I actually moved to California. I was like, what if this isn't the right choice? But my job is so good. What if we hate each other? What if he's actually like the worst human in the entire world and he's been hiding it super well for like five months and then it just like rah, like all comes out as soon as we move in together. Totally irrational, but so many what ifs. It was scary, you guys. Like it was a risk for me, but it's also a risk for him. So I'm happy to report that it has been, I think it's been over three months now of us living together. And I've heard that these are like the hardest months of living with someone, like the adjustment period when you first move in. And the good news is neither of us has tried to murder the other yet. I mean, to me, that's a success. Like, I'm totally kidding, by the way. Um, There's no actual threat of murder. It's actually been really fantastic. And I never really thought it was going to be difficult because between the two of us, like things are generally pretty easy going. Like we don't really have like a high strong relationship. Um, But I have to say, like there are some funny things about living with a guy. Like I'll be the first to admit you guys, I can be a bit of a handful. And Troy, that man, he is a hero among men. These last few months, I have legit been off my meds. Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to my, um, I think it was two podcasts ago on birth control and you'll get it. And he's just like handled all this craziness famously. Long story short, if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, I am totally on the wrong birth control and in the process of getting it figured out, but I'm straight up losing my mind. Like, And he's just been so patient, so kind, and just, like, generally awesome. There's also the fact that we moved into his place, not mine. And I really think that this is a major key in the early success of our living together. Because I'm an only child. And being an only child... Sharing and welcoming others into my sacred space is not exactly a strong suit of mine. I never had to share my toys. I never had to share my room. It was always just me. And after college, I was like, I'm done with roommates. Like, I want to live alone. And for the last, how many years was it? I think four years, I was living alone in Vancouver. And, oh, I loved it so much. I loved it. I cannot stress that enough. Like roommates are really fun, but for me, like I just really like my space and I really like things to be like a very specific way. And usually that's just my way. (laughs) I don't really like to compromise. Troy, on the other hand, he's so easygoing. He is the yin to my yang because I am basically the exact polar opposite of easygoing. 
Like, what's a girl to do? I am who I am. It is what it is. Anyways, because we moved into my boyfriend's place and he's so easygoing, I really think it has been so much more successful than if he would have moved into my place. Like, I just imagine someone like moving my stuff or like rearranging things and oh, oh, too OCD for that, you guys. And there's also the fact that my apartment in Vancouver was way too small for two people. It was like literally, I think, the smallest like legal size that you can have an apartment. And for me, that actually worked out okay because I am a major minimalist. I really like my shit to be clean and I do not like too much stuff around me. Like it stresses me out when I'm in like a messy, like cluttered room. And if there's like like how I do it is like if there's something in my house and I see it and I'm like wow I really have not touched that I have not used that like I haven't done anything with it in months throw it out get it out you don't need it you will survive without it so when I first moved to Troy's place I like really didn't want to spook him and so over the last few months I've been secretly throwing out all of his belongings No, I'm totally kidding. I haven't been doing that. (laughs) But like, just not the secretly part. Like I have been doing that. But I didn't want to spook him. So I just like, I'm slowly minimizing the amount of stuff that we have that we don't use. And I'm almost done. And our place is looking so fabulous. I'm obsessed. But you know, like when you're moving into someone's place and you want to change things around as we do... (laughs) and like get rid of some things like you got to be casual about it like you can't just be like I like present him with like 20 things and being like I'm getting rid of all of this like hell no that is too extreme girl you just got to take like one thing at a time and be like oh like hey babe like um do we really need this like second shitty coffee maker that neither of us has ever used that's filled with mold nope we don't need it oh okay cool don't worry about it I'll deal with it and just like make that shit disappear get rid of it don't ask questions and be like love you babe bye (laughs) that's how you do it very very casually and another thing that I've noticed since moving in together is the veil of mystery on my womanhood is slowly disappearing and it's killing me (laughs) sometimes I just want to be mysterious about certain things you know have that little je ne sais quoi when like a guy looks at you they're like wow she looks ravaging and like not know exactly how you fucking did it glamming is so hard to do when you live with your boyfriend I am so not thrilled with the fact that Troy regularly sees me go from a nerdy pale ginger with like albino looking eyelashes and eyebrows to something closer that would represent like a Victoria's Secret model within an hour. That is a dramatic transformation for a man to witness. And I like don't think that like seeing that scale of change is like normal for people who don't spend hours and hours like us (laughs) watching beauty tutorials on YouTube. Like girls, we know what happens from like how we start looking to the point of where we leave the house and we're all glammed up, our hair is did, we're dressed up for a date. We know what we look like before and after. Guys, it can be a bit more of a shock to like actually see it happen. And like 
when he walks in and I'm like one inch away from the mirror, like inspecting my pores or like curling my eyelashes, like, ugh, it's just not a cute look, you know? And I truly believe that like when men see the final product, like they see you and your makeup's done and your hair's done. And if you've done a good job, they don't really notice like the specific things you did. Like they don't notice that you like painted in your eyebrows and like carved out your cheekbones. And they just think like, huh, she looks really good. And they just don't notice like the foundation, the primer, the highlighter, the contour, like blah, 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 like all the steps that we take. And it's a lot for a guy to take in. And I feel like my mysteriously womanly tricks with makeup are just like out in the open. And I enjoy like a little bit of a veil of mystery. And I feel this way about other beauty routines too. So I am a total psychopath when it comes to my diligence about my beauty routines. Something that's not so sexy but is super important to me teeth. (laughs) Like I said, not so sexy. I spent many years in braces, so I actually got braces twice. The first time I got them, I probably didn't need them at all, and the guy, he like pushed my teeth like way back, so when I smiled, they looked like they were really far away, and I just hated the result, and he wasn't a good orthodontist, and he didn't listen to me, So I got braces again in grade 12 and I like had them on for prom. I did not give a shit. I was like, I don't give two fucks about any of this. All I want is to have my perfect teeth. And eventually that's what I got. But that's a lot of time to have metal tracks on your face. I do not plan on having braces again, which is why I wear both my upper and lower retainers every damn night. I do not plan on letting my teeth move and I want them to stay perfectly straight as they are forever, hence the wearing of the retainers. Ladies, (laughs) if you also wear retainers, you will know there is nothing as sexy as staring deeply into your man's eyes while slowly inserting each of your upper and lower retainers. And then slowly like drooling out the side and wiping away your drool and being like, yeah, baby. Like, oh my God. (laughs) It's so not sexy and so not cute at all. Like, I'm just not willing to sacrifice my teeth, teeths, tooths, teeths, whatever. My teeth's integrity to look cute for a man like I'm just not like there's no mystery left to that like as soon as you see a girl in retainer as you're just looking like yourself at age 12 like at a slumber party and like like you got to do what you got to do what am I supposed to do not wear my retainers and then have crooked teeth fuck that I'm gonna wear my retainers and we're both just gonna have to deal with it (laughs) sometimes like other beauty routines like sometimes I will slather my entire body in coconut oil including my face and my hair and just like slither into bed like a slug you know like the sensual little beast that you are and then when he says that you smell like a pina colada you just say thank you because those are delicious and pina coladas are the best so why wouldn't you want to smell like one 
And another beauty routine, hair masks. So I've posted about my favorite hair mask before on Skinny Bell. It's um, it's from Lush. It's absolutely amazing. But when you put it on, you kind of have to like squash your hair to your head and just like stick it down, which means your hair is like slicked to your skull and it kind of looks like you're preparing to put on a bald cap or something. Also very attractive and very confusing to the male species. Anyways, you guys see where I'm going with this. There is a ton of shit that us ladies do in private that is not necessarily ideal for your boyfriends to witness, you know? Like, it's kind of hard because I feel like there's no mystery to, like, me anymore. Like, he sees me, (laughs) how I put on my makeup and how I keep my skin clean and like everything. He sees everything. So I'll give you guys another example. The other day, and I'm sure every lady can relate to this, I was having the worst PMS of my life. Like my ovaries were like raging into World War Three, and my body was the vessel where World War Three was happening. Like a girl was not feeling so good. I was like crying for no reason. I wanted pizza. No, I hate pizza. I wanted ice cream. No, I hate ice cream. I want cuddles. No, don't touch me. Ugh. You know how PMS is. When all you want in life is just to like lay in bed, watch The Bachelor, and just like shove your face with like all the gross food and just be like generally a disgusting human being. Kind of embarrassing turns out when there's like someone else around. Like these things only usually happen behind closed doors and you emerge again when you are your back to your regular self and see your boyfriend and la-di-da. It's just not a cute look and like having someone you love witness this Ah, (laughs) it's even less cute. There are some real struggles when living with your boyfriend, like especially when the relationship is still pretty new. Like we've only been dating for a few months still and I want to like keep it spicy, you know? So though the struggle is real, especially when it comes to like retaining some mystery in our womanly ways, I do have some what I think are useful tippity tips on moving in together and things that I did that I found really useful. So one thing that Troy and I did before moving in together was like when it comes to um, like household chores, like the major stuff, like who's going to cook, who's going to clean and whatever, talk about it before you actually move. Like say like, okay, like I'll take on this responsibility um and like own that thing and that way there's no like this sounds so like lame and old and like adulting as I say it but like it really helps that way there's no confusion about who's responsible for what and it's kind of old and kind of boring but it works something else um that you should watch out for (laughs) is love chub do you know what love chub is If you don't know, maybe you're in love chub. Love chub is when you are so in love with your significant other and you're always just eating and drinking and eating and drinking and just like lose all regard for your personal health or fitness. Because fuck it, right? You have a boyfriend who needs to go to the gym. Us, you guys, that is who. Like it is not okay to just let go of your personal fitness and health and well-being just because you're dating someone. 
like keep going to the gym and keep eating healthy like I find so many girls like when we're single we'll be like oh my god I gotta have a rocking bod I need to go to the gym all the time be super healthy drink my green juice and then we get a boyfriend and like (laughs) it just all goes to hell so something that we're trying to do to stop that from happening because it's important that you stay healthy so you have a long and easy life and don't have any clogged arteries is to do things together that are active and try and not focus like all your dates around food which is hard for me because like obviously if you listen to this like you read my blog I'm a massive foodie and I'm like constantly snapping all the food I'm making because I truly love to cook and I love to eat like so much but try like doing dates that are different like go for a hike we will go surfing or go skiing like just do something that gets you outside and where you do like an activity together it's a it's a lot of fun and then b you stay healthy and keep up your own personal routine as well and that sort of leads into my next little tippity tip if you are looking at moving in with your boyfriend keep your own social lives and do not for the love of god be that couple who conglomerates into one lame human being just don't do it like go out with your girls have girls nights like your boyfriend should go out with his guys have guys nights like keep doing the shit you love for you like just because you're living together doesn't mean that you need to blend into one human and like literally not have an independent thought ever again like I think it's really important to stay like exciting and fresh and just stay true to yourself and who you are like you're two different people and that's okay like couples who just like become one conglomerate human oh it's just the worst like I'm pretty sure like we all know a couple like that and you just like don't want to do that so like make sure you're going out with your friends um doing things for yourself like if there's something you love to do go out and do it like why wouldn't you And finally, this is a question I can't answer, but I thought I would address it because it's kind of the most obvious one. But like, how do you know when it's time to move in together? I mean, (laughs) it's entirely situational. And like, I really can't speak to this because I feel like everybody is so different. Like, I can guarantee you there are no two people who are who are identical, which means there are no like two couples who are identical. So I think it's really just about like talking about it together and like what's best like for your situation um and yeah you'll figure it out I mean I YOLO'd and did it after five months and it's been it's been going really well so yeah and my experience so far um living with Troy has been so awesome maybe if we interview him he will secretly say something different which for the record I actually wanted this podcast to be like that I really wanted to have him go off and like record his thoughts and then me go off and record my thoughts and then play them side by side but I think he was a little shy so maybe next time we'll have to we'll have to get him on here but in conclusion though there are many mysterious lady things that are no longer mysterious it has been so much fun to live with my boyfriend it's like It's like having a built-in best friend who you get to go on dates with and hang out with all the time. It's just like, it's the best. And that's it for today's episode, you guys. If you 
have a question that you want answered on the show, make sure you hashtag Ask Skinny Bell on Twitter or Instagram, and I will answer your question on the next episode. You can also me fire like fire me over potential episode topics, and I will cover those as well. And if you liked this episode, please, please, please rate Skinny Bell the podcast five stars on iTunes or give it a little heart on SoundCloud. Your rating is everything to me. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And ta-ta for now.